RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather Podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather Studios, right here in Lawfather Headquarters. And uh, make sure you check out all the shows on Radio Influence and check out all of our social media. Like, subscribe, follow, uh, do do all of those different things. Okay? And just make sure you check out Jason's show on there. Check out Ekin's show. Check out Ian's show. And um, I know there's other great shows in there, but I don't know anybody else. But anybody else on Radio Influence, if uh, you want to get to know each other, just hit me up. Maybe... Uh, yeah, you can be on my show. I can be on your show. We can go back and forth. Who knows, right? Um, so anyway, I know there's some some politics shows on there, so I'm sure that would be a, a great thing for me to jump on and do. Yeah, so let's talk about polarizing politics, Jason. Sounds wonderful. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody can explain to me why uh, why this McCarthy guy wants to be House Leader so bad, and if. If you have to work that hard to get the votes, why are you still doing it? I don't know. Like, maybe you should just chalk it up to you don't have any friends and just move on. That's what I would do, at least. I don't know. But here we go. Um, so let's talk about DeMar Hamlin today. I know there's, you know, I'm sure everybody's probably tired of the news and, and not tired of it, but look, you're getting beat over the head with it from between ESPN and basically everywhere you look, right, where, where they're talking about sports. But I want to look at it from a little different perspective because, you know, there's there's some things that have been put out there, and, and they're just kind of put out there, and, and that's it, with, with no explanation. So uh, what I'd like to do is, look, I spent a bunch of years as a licensed NFL uh, player agent. So, uh, you know, I feel like it would be – I can give some good insight into what this looks like um, and, and how that all goes. So, um, you know, we do run the live on Instagram. It looks like someone has chimed in and says that uh, McCarthy may have more followers than me. That that may be. He may have more followers than I do. However, um, the people who really matter, like the people, oh, I don't know, that are in government with him, uh, seemingly a lot of them might not like him. I really honestly know nothing about the guy other than the fact that most of his own party did not want to vote for him to be Speaker of the House. Um yeah, that's, yeah, to me, um, I don't know. Anyway, not what we're talking about today because, quite frankly, that's the extent of my knowledge on it. But So so let's look at this. Those of you who are kind of unaware of what happened uh, in the Bills game be a, a week ago now, a week ago today, we're doing this show on a Monday, and um, we didn't have the show last week, but this happened, this would have happened after the show was recorded. Bills and Bengals and... Uh, DeMar Hamlin, defensive player for the Bills, goes to make a tackle. T. Higgins is running the ball after a catch. And, you know, simple kind of, you know, lack of a better term, a kind of know-nothing football play, right? Just kind of run of the mill. Um, you know, no one led with their head. No one did anything out of the ordinary. It just looked like, it just looked regular, right? It just looked like a regular play. Hamlin gets up and then, boom, falls out, done. Um, CPR right there uh, on the field. So, so let's look at that real quick because, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot about how distraught the Bills players were and, and, you know, maybe some of the Bengals players, but it happened right in front of the Bills bench. So, you know, more chance that there's more Bills players 
really close to it. And it's their teammate, so it's a little bit different. But you look at it and go kind of on its face because well, we've seen it on TV, right? We've all watched ER or some variation of uh, ER. Wow, Jason, ER is a really old show. I really meant Grey's Anatomy, which is different than ER, but kind of the same. But, um, you know, anyway, what I'm getting at is it's not really like on TV, right? On TV, you see they, they get little chest compressions, boom, 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 boom. And it's, you know, look, uh, having seen it, right, having been a deputy, having seen fire rescue um, do CPR on somebody before, it's... um. I don't, I don't want to say it's traumatizing, right? Because I was a professional. I was That was my business. Um, different from a professional football player. It's, uh, it's violent, okay? CPR is very, very violent. I mean, you're talking about something that can break a sternum, that, that middle bone in your chest, can break ribs, right? I mean, we're, and you're using your bare hands. So we're talking about something that is a very violent thing to have happen. So th- there's that aspect to it, right? So... You know, we can kind of get an understanding of why the players are so upset. Probably not just because, part of it, right? But not solely because, you know, their teammate went down. Just, boom, kind of passed out, done on the ground. I I mean, look, I I think we've seen football enough that to see somebody get up and fall down is not truly out of the ordinary. I think the CPR aspect adds an entirely new wrinkle. To it right and, and the violence that that is and that comes along with that you know so then you know let's look at what happens next right the the game eventually gets canceled now, there's a lot that happened in between and keep in mind right there's only so much in the decision making in the nfl that's happening right there at the stadium level right with the officials on the field and the coaches and you know if, if the team owners that are there have any say in it right um as we fast forward through we we know that the owners um end up having some say in in how this turns out in terms of playoffs and, and everything else but most of what we see happens there decisions are being made in New York, it's kind of like replay, right? NFL headquarters are in New York City, and that's where a lot of the decisions in this instance were being made, right? And, you know, I, I know there's been some talk, hey, you know, there was a couple minutes, uh, we're going to get everybody out, and then we're going to warm up and, and be back to playing. And look, that, that may have been the original thought, right? Because look, as the officials on the field, you know, are they really going, do we really have the authority to shut down an entire game because of an injury, right? Now, look, it is. It's still, at the end of the day, it's an injury. So I'm not minimizing it, but, I mean, let's call it what it is. It's an injury. Um, and, and so whether or not the officials on the field, do they truly have the authority to go, yep, we're shutting this game down. I, I mean, I can't think of the last time I've seen a game shut down, Um Jason, can you think of a time a game's been shut down? Uh, yeah, outside of weather. I, I mean, while the game's been playing, to be sh- completely shut down because of, like I said, poor choice of words, but because of an injury? No, right? So I, I don't even know if the if the NFL rules allow for the officials to make that. So what else are they going to do to other than to say, hey, once he's off the field, we'll give you some time, then we're going to warm up, then we're going to play, Right. Because you're only dealing with the information that you know at that current second in time. Now, 
we fast forward and, and get to hear a lot of different pieces that, hey, New York's on it right away. NFL, the NFLPA. Look, the NFLPA is a very, very powerful union, right? That's what they are. So, yeah, they got a nice little name, NFL Players Association. Yeah, it's all, you know, hugs and kisses and everything else. But, no, it is a union. It is legitimately a union. And, quite frankly, one of the more powerful unions in the entire country. Okay, so don't lose sight of that. Let's let's maybe understand a little bit about what the NFLPA is and by its nature. And I never, it's one of the things that kind of drove me away. There's a few things that drove me away from being an NFL agent, primarily because uh, I didn't like the travel and I didn't, I didn't need to do it. Right. And I didn't want to be, I have young kids. I didn't want to be away from, from the kids. Right. But that was, that may have been the main thing. But you look at some of the other pieces and you go, why do I want to work in a business where the union is fighting us all the time, right? And it is, they're just, it is a very, very powerful union, okay? And what we saw here was the union head, uh, I think it's, is, it, is it still DeMarie Smith? Yeah, I think, I think it was DeMarie Smith who was involved, the head of the union, right? The head of the Players Association, a former player, um, basically gets with the commissioner of the NFL, right? So the all-powerful Roger Goodell and the all-powerful head of the union come together, right, and are figuring out what to do. At the end of the day, right, keep in mind the NFL can really go, this is what we're doing. And if you don't like it, tough, because this scenario, and I can tell you this scenario is not in the collective bargaining agreement because I've read the collective bargaining agreement and there's not a space for this scenario. Therefore, meaning that the NFL has control over what happens next. But the Players Association, the union is so powerful that the NFL would have, it would have been a, whew, man, you want to talk about a PR nightmare if they didn't include the Players Association in that. So anyway, long story short, Game ends up getting postponed, not po actually postponed originally, um, but does eventually get canceled, which turns out, I don't think the playoff implications really turned out to be anything. I think the way the games happened this past Sunday from, you know, my, I was a little busy, so I only saw a little bit. I saw the Bucks play terribly, um, not terribly, but they played like a JV team, but so did the Falcons. So uh, anyway. Falcons played like a team that had nothing to play for the following week, and the Bucks played like a team who wanted to rest a bunch of people, even though we're not a great team anyway. But anyway, um, well, I should not, I should not be that critical of them. But there we are. Um, but I don't think, I, I don't think any of the games had any bearing on on the playoffs, uh, the the cancellation of that game. But what I wanted to really focus on, and, and that's a really long explanation, to get us to. Something that I saw as a, as a brief sentence somewhere. And it was that uh, DeMar Hamlin is getting his full game check for this coming week. And it was approved by the NFLPA, and it was approved by the Buffalo Bills, and it was approved by the NFL. Right? So, but why? Right? What, why, why is that? And what I mean by why is that, I guess I really mean the reverse. Why is it that he would not have gotten his full game check, right? So let's look at that because that, look at the end of the day, you go, okay, yeah, whatever. I don't really understand what that means or I don't know what that means. Um, it, it is something that 
actually as as having been an agent is kind of really ingrained because it's part of the original negotiation process uh so here's how it works in the nfl when you get when you are playing in the nfl you only get paid for days that you are on the active roster okay um if you're not on the active roster right you do you don't get paid um unless you're on the practice squad practice squad is entirely different okay so guys who are on the team who are on the on the um they they changed the numbers in the last cba um but those of those are the guys that that are officially on the team right they have a jersey not all of them are active right come game time and so if you're not active you don't get a check right now if you're hurt there's another piece that if you're hurt there's something called a split contract okay And, and what it is is this you get paid, say, what's the minimum now? About 500000 You know, 500000 divided by 18 games, right? Um, whatever, whatever the, whatever the math comes. We're, you know what? We're just going to use $100,000, okay? Because the math is easy. So your game check, your regular game check is $100,000 for playing in that game, okay? Now, let's just say this. You're hurt. You're not able to play. So you're not on the active roster for that day because you're hurt. Well, you're a rookie, and it's usually rookies. Rookies and kind of hangers-on will be on these split contracts, right? Because the team doesn't want to have to pay out the full amount to you. So because, you know, you're not a a big-name player, right? You're... You're a guy that's just happy to be there, type of thing. And 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 Hamlin was on his rookie contract, so it was a you know it wasn't a minimum deal from what I from what I could tell. It looked like his deal was above the minimum, but it was a split contract. And so what that says is, hey, you normally make a hundred thousand dollars per game. Your game check would be a hundred thousand, but you're hurt, so you move over to the other bracket, which is the split side of the bracket, and now we're only going to pay you fifty thousand dollars. For this game i say only but i mean really that's you know they don't get paid any other time than during those games during the season so um you know you get cut you don't get paid um but so that's what the split is the split is a contractual agreement between the player and the team that says my game check is going to be reduced if i'm injured right well that's where we came up with hamlin is is hamlin was injured Right? That's what it was. So whatever you want to call it, at the end of the day, there's, there's only two boxes you can check. You're either not hurt or you're hurt, right? Well, if you're hurt, split check, right? And like I said, to use the other end of the spectrum, I, I have not seen Tom Brady's contract, okay? I would bet you pretty much any amount of money Tom Brady is not on a split deal in his contract. What happens, he's getting his game check. Right. Um, so, you know, that's that's how that piece works. And so when when you hear about that, that's what it is. It was it was a piece that was negotiated in his contract when he signed his rookie deal. And that is what the split is. Now, Bill said, hey, guess what? We don't really want to make him subject to the split, which it, for him, it was a little over twenty thousand dollars is was the difference between his regular game check and his split. So. What the Bills did, and, and, and I would imagine this was just a, like, we're going to rubber stamp everything. We're going to make sure our I's are dotted, T's are crossed, all the paperwork is right. Because I I can't imagine anybody would ever have said no to this, but they went to the NFLPA, went to the NFL, 
went to the NFLPA and went to the NFL and said, look, this is what we want to do. Got everybody to sign off on it and gave him his check. Okay. So that's, that's how that works. Okay. And that's, that's what that little blurb was that you may have heard that, Hey, the Buffalo bills are going to pay DeMar Hamlin, his full game check. That's what that meant. Okay. So let's take a turn. Let's speculate a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily like speculating on the show, but we're on the topic and, and it's not, it's not a topic that if, and when it happens, it's going to lend itself to an entire show. So here's, here's the time to talk about it. Right. Um, you know, I, I think, I think it'd be very tough to sit here and go, DeMar Hamlin's going to play football again, right? Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I can't see a scenario where that's really going to be the reality. So you look at it and go, okay, well, what happens? What is this? And, you know, he's on his rookie deal. He was not, you know, 20-year vet in the league. It's not as if... He's going to ride out in the sunset and not have to work a day in his life, um, you know, after this. So what happens next? What's the outlook for him? So here's here's what's likely to happen. He was, just two years in the league? Two or three? Two years? Okay. So assuming he accumulated enough, and I don't know how much he played and how often he was on the active roster, okay? But... Assuming he accumulated accumulated enough games, okay, on the active roster, he actually could be eligible for the NFL pension, right? And that means he'll get a paycheck on and on and on, right? He'll essentially in perpetuity get a paycheck. Now, he may be kind of close because of uh, being two years into his rookie deal. Um, it, it's, you know, you got to put some, you, gotta do, you do need to put some time in to get that, but you do, you know, he could be eligible for his pension depending on where that falls. You know, that, that's all contractual. That is straight up. That is on in the collective bargaining agreement. That has nothing to do with his deal with the bills. That is a hundred percent the deal between the NFL and the NFL players association. That's how you come up with that aspect of it. Now there's two other pieces to it for him, right? Because look, I don't think he's ever going to play again. Now, I, I mean, if he does, awesome, great, more power to him. But um, you know, can't I don't I don't necessarily see a scenario where that happens. So then, what happens next, right? So the Bills are, will have to do something with his roster spot, right? I mean, you can't just have somebody fill a roster spot or a spot on injury reserve or anything. You know, you, you can't you can't fill something where you got to put somebody in. Right, you're going to need somebody to fill that spot at some point, you know. So what happens next? Well, he's injured. Did you know? Did you know you can't release an injured player outright? Okay, what are you talking about here? Injured players got released all get released all the time, right? This guy sprained an ankle and the team released him. Whatever else, right? Well, that is a half truth, if you will. So in order for an NFL team. To release a play, to release an injured player, and, and I believe the CBA is actually written that the CBA being a collective bargaining agreement that it has to be a football injury, right? If you decide to go snowmobiling on your off day and you fall off and get hurt, different scenario. But a football injury, a lot of places in the collective bargaining agreement separate out between football injuries and non-football injuries. Football injury, team releases you, they have to. 
come to an agreement with you. They call it an injury settlement. Um, I actually had a player that, that I had done this for that I uh, was playing for the Bucks at the time and uh, tore his hamstring up. And we had to negotiate an injury settlement. And it's based on a period of weeks and however long it is. And it's based on the game checks and, and um, you know, basic, basic negotiation between the two sides. And once you, once you negotiate that amount, the team is free to release you. And you get your check, and you're off and running. You're free to go sign with another club, and that's that, okay? But there's actually, now, remember, this is a legal show. So I am going to bring it all the way back to the legal world, right? Yeah, you guys, I know you guys thought I was uh, trying to, that I'm gunning for Stephen A. Smith's job um, on ESPN. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm just going to bring it right back to the legal side. You know what? He also has a workers' comp claim because he most likely even if he wanted to work, right? Remember, football for these guys is a job, right? Yes, it's fun, it's whatever else. It's a job. Beginning, middle, and end of the day, football is a job. Whatever the professional sport is, it is a job. And these guys are employees, right? They are employees of the football club that they play for. That said, he has, most likely is going to have, a workers' comp claim, right? It doesn't seem to make sense, but yeah, that's that's actually, I, I would fully anticipate there being a workers' comp claim that can be filed and subsequently some sort of settlement or resolution on this claim because look, at the end of the day, he's probably not going to be able to work again. His ability to make money is going to be reduced because the, how are you going to replace the money you make as an NFL, uh, an NFL football player in any other industry, right? You just, you can't, it doesn't, it doesn't match up. Right. Um, and, and you look at education and you look at job skills and you look at job experience. I mean, look, he's a young kid, so he's not going to have a ton of job experience, right? There's, I, I can't imagine any other place that you could walk in and make the kind of money he's making in the NFL in any other business. Right. And I don't mean that as a knock. I mean that to look at when you're doing these types of things, you look at it and go, this is what the person was making. This is what they can replace it at. And there's a difference between the two. And you kind of owe the money, owe the person the money. That's the difference. Okay. So long story short, a lot of insurance things going on, a lot of legal aspects going on, a lot of contracts and, and different pieces to the puzzle. Right. Do, we, do I think he'll ever play football again? Probably not. Do I think because of all these legal things that he'll be pretty set and, and uh, you know, is not going to be destitute and, and will be able to you know, at least financially function? Yeah, absolutely, because there are these protections and there are these avenues out there. So if you ever have any questions about this and, and anything for the law father, just let me know. Find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. I'm always looking at the, the DMs, answering questions I jump on do lives, things like that. So you guys got plenty of ways to reach me. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and comment on it. I, I do read those as well. So uh, I appreciate all of you. Make sure you check out all the other Radio Influence shows right here from Lawfather Studios. Lawfather out. <laughs>